0: What's up fam? Welcome to another round of a casual round podcast, a podcast that is almost as casual as my disc golf game. I uh, haven't haven't talked to you guys in a while. I actually don't even know how long it's been. It might have been June. I don't don't know the last time we had a chance to talk, but I'm back. I'm going to do a a show for you guys today. I talked to you a little bit about the 2019 season, Uh, just a little highlight show. Uh, some of my thoughts and uh, just reminiscing and uh, we'll see how it goes maybe even a little bit of thought about the 2020 upcoming season and what's going on there I am um, in the car we're driving up to uh, Chipley Florida and then down to Vernon Florida today got a little adventure we're on gonna go pick up a small collection uh, buying a small collection off of a friend Adam Morrow up there in Dothan Alabama this morning and then headed to meet uh, my good buddy Bane Privet who is a um, from the Mobile area Fairhope area and then moved to Pensacola met Bane over in Pensacola through the disc golf scene then uh, Bane moved up to Asheville we did some work together and um, just good buddies and we're gonna go on a short paddle today and then maybe hang out for the rest of the day so got a little time on the road here to uh, catch up with you all and just uh, let's just, just as a uh, Philip DeFranco would say let's just jump into it so let's go um you know 2019 uh, it just seems like every year gets bigger and better and more and more and i'm sure most of you guys feel that as well it's a you know the state of disc golf is absolutely awesome there's so much activity there's so many great events so many you know great clubs and tournament directors that are on the rise just elevating the game to an incredible level which is very exciting it's tons of fun um you know for me personally the year it was um I, it was it was normal in the sense that it was busy, but this year was even busier than it 's ever been um and that at sometimes was a good thing it sometimes was a bad thing um you know it's just it's a it's a it is it is over and i 'm going to try to improve again i mean i every year I try to to improve obviously every day getting better and better um but there 's just some times where i don 't know i don 't have the the foresight and the vision to really keep a handle on what's going on day to day with my calendar and my schedule and i just need to continue to try to improve there but the 29th season was a lot of fun and we we started off the year as we as we have over the you know few previous years by jumping off down to you know st pete and south florida and my my buddy austin austin schrader uh, denver's best tour guide as you guys know helped me start this show he uh, had his first ever disc golf trip on that one, and it was a lot of fun. We we had a great time, uh, rocking with the Maximo crew, Tokabaga, Doug and Jen Cash, and the whole crew down there at Max is always fun. It's just that's one of those old school scenes that's it, it's a tournament, and it sells out fast, and it's almost a tournament for the club. I mean, it really, really almost is. There's, it it brings in people that have moved away that were once there. It's just. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's not huge. It it fit, Like I said, it fills, but it's not a huge. It's one course, you know, a couple days and um, just a ton of fun. They do a great job. And that's how we start the season. And I love that because, you know, it's cold. Um, It's, it's, you know, it's 37 degrees here today. And it's always just a little bit warmer once you get down to St. Pete in South Florida. So it's nice to kind of jump out of that and get down to that warmer weather and, and start the season off that way, the new year off that way. I guess not... Just for me to say season is wrong I ha- there is no season. It's just the new year and, and that's it's funny. you know everybody everybody kind of jumps into those new years with their resolutions and and goals for the thing, and that's a good way to start it. It's a fun event, good way to start the, the the year every year and then we of course, you know I got to take Austin down to South Florida to meet Earl and Natalie Young, the whole Trifly crew. We did our first ever uh, you know South Florida showcase, and that was three c tiers in three days for the Broward bunch and the in and the Palm, Palm uh, county Bunch and it was awesome. I mean we had a great time. The sanctioned side and the casual side you know they they blend a little bit but then they don't at the same time you get you know those sanctioned athletes that are only there for the sanctioned stuff. You get the people that don't want to play sanctioned. So three sanctioned events in three days was cool. Uh, People got to get a lot of cool stuff. You know we had big payouts all weekend long and most of you guys know you know we do the South 64 series. I'm running all of those events. The inventory is all my inventory so People get to stack up my vouchers all year long um, to try to get you know, those bigger ticket items. If they want a cart, if they want a basket, if they want to get gifts for people at the end of the year. So that kicked off that season. People were able to stack them up, get a bunch of cool stuff, big ticket items, which is always exciting to see people get to realize those goals and get those larger ticket items. And that was a good weekend to do that. Uh, we flew home from there. And then um, you know, just, I ended up flying back down to Lauderdale later that month you know to pick the rv back up and i guess that was actually february it was february adam flew back down to my brother Um, you guys heard him and then his somehow his podcast i believe got magically replaced by lloyd Wima's podcast you know the lloyd rule how about that we had lloyd on the show like two or three times and now lloyd has his own pdga rule Amazing, like that's incredible too. Like just to think about that kind of stuff. Um, small little things that you, people you meet, and then this kind of thing jumps in the middle of the lloyd Weimer rule, amazing. But Spank flew down with me. And this is when we, uh, we did the best of the worst. We flew down to absolutely terrible weather. And then we did See You at Sawmill. I, I've been doing this a long time. I've done tournaments in snow, and you know, in blizzards, uh, rain. And this day was the coldest wettest day tournament of my life at Ocala, Florida, February, 2019, full field, sold out tournament. We had very few people drop. Um, I actually was just talking to Evan Gurthy and a couple other guys last weekend down in Gainesville about, you know, we all share that experience. I think it's a story that we'll always have um, of the coldest, wettest tournament in history. And of course the RV is just leaking all day long, all night long, uh, sleep is terrible super long day it's cold just miserable I think I slept for two days after I see at sawmill um, it was it was rough it was really really rough that that was a tough day um, then we did our uh, back bay battle I've been able to help um, out with the back Bay battle for the last two years unfortunately I'm not gonna be able to help next year for I believe it's the eighth annual uh, my grandma's turning 90 um, so I got to fly back to Emporia for grandma's birthday party uh, many of you know the story about my grandma she was the Originator of the DD dirt bag and um, she just got too old. So there's no more DD dirt bags for at the time being At least certainly not made by my grandmother try to tuck my mom into it. She's not interested my cousin She's too busy. So for the time being there's no more um, Emporia made DD dirt bags So if you've got one of those hold on to them, they were they are certainly going to be a, a grandma's collector's item uh, so gonna fly back see grandma for her birthday and and um you know, that kind of thing, but can't do the back of day battle next year. It's a great event. They do a great job over there at Hiller Park, um, but just not gonna be able to to rock and roll with those guys. You know, we've got, I've been able now, you know, in February we've done, I, I think I'm at six um, Air Force events now to work with um, Eglin Air Force Base and the outdoor rec, Eric over there. Eric is amazing. Um, you know, we've, we've had to jump through hoops, you know, being a civilian contractor, with the government isn't necessarily easy, but we've been able to pull it off. And um, I think we've kind of hit our stride and we've got things rocking out there. I mean, we sell those events out too, have a great time, super quick, easy, fun, um, you know, make it look good, have a good time. Player pack's always dope, as as you guys know. So Um, Gulf Coast Charity Open, Cameron Harbichuk, the, the GCCO crew. This event is getting bigger and bigger every year. I'm gonna be doing my third Ever GCCO in this coming February in 2020, and Cam has just done a tremendous job. It's, it's going to be huge. We've got like a four day event now, you know, Thursday night check in, Flex Start Friday check in, uh, multiple player parties. You know, tremendous, tremendous event. It's going to be great. I'm, I'm very proud of the work that Cameron has done. He takes his uh, role as state coordinator seriously, he takes his, his role as a tournament director seriously, um, all while moving into the you know the MPO ranks last year as well so good on you Cam for a tremendous job that's that's not easy and um, you know all while having a professional career as well is is incredibly impressive we did the Tallahassee warm-up as we do to get ready for the Tallahassee Open the tally crew is amazing Um, you know the Tallahassee Open is going to be a Silver Series event this year in 2020 so congratulations to you guys all your hard work is paying off getting that recognition and I look forward to Know, continue to work with those guys, of course. Tom Brown, certainly one of the best courses in all of Florida. Don't don't take those U-Disc ratings for, with a grain of salt. That's, that's nothing. That's, that's inflated garbage. I, I, I can't imagine anyone really taking that serious. That, it, it, any, any post about your course being the most popular should be tongue-in-cheek when it comes to a U-Disc rating. All that means is your club is using U-Disc. Um, so, you know cheers to i think um i think ed austin park got it over in jacksonville and the j vegas boys know that i love them and uh but i think they would also also agree that it's uh four palms is nice but there's there's certainly other courses out here um that are probably a little bit you know better than uh four palms i don't get me wrong i love it i've I've been there a bunch of the times that 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 you know jacksonville is family i go out of my way to make sure that we get over to Jacksonville multiple times a year because those guys are awesome, those guys and girls. But that was a tally warm-up. March, now we're starting to transition into spring everywhere, the season's kicking off, Um, you northerners are starting to wake up and finally getting excited because the memorial's coming and Vegas is coming, but we've been rocking, you know, hardcore for months down here and it just keeps going. We did the fifth annual Eagleettes, uh fundraiser over at the football stadium in Niceville, Florida. That's a hundred player plus event every year, non-sanctioned. Uh, if you guys don't know, we rock non-sanctioned like nobody down here in the panhandle. <laughs> it's uh, and there's no good reason why or if, or, but it's just, it's sometimes it's easier, especially when we're trying to do kind of looser, more fun, casual events. We, we do a fantastic job of including novice and even first timers in our events down here. I mean, I think there are probably four events I can recall from last year that were over hundred players or, or, you know, 80 plus for sure. And even more that were 60 plus, probably another three or four, so 10 plus that were um, non-sanctioned. And shoot, I'll get to it later, but the Heiserbaum Hustle's 45 bucks, 105 players, non-sanctioned, and it sells out. So, you know, it's, it's an incredible place for disc golf down here. If you just like enjoy playing disc golf, enjoy a little bit of competition but really just enjoy playing disc golf with your friends tremendous player packs and good times that's really what we uh what we're the best at right here in the panhandle so uh the eagle s is just a staple of that one fifth annual i hope to get that one back on the schedule for next year we'll see what we can do travel trailer bash that was my first ever uh sanctioned event or no i take that back second we did it we did trial run on a flex start c tier but second ever full-blown sanctioned event here in my county, um, Anderson Pond is a tremendous place for disc golf. Bomber Run, Mark Mahaffey, C.J. Uh, Strauss Mahaffey, put in a, just in you know countless hours of work. Two baskets per hole, AstroTurf um uh, incredibly challenging course, and you know we we did it. We had a tournament out there. It didn't fill, but I'm not surprised it didn't fill. As I just mentioned, we have a very casual scene. And that course is hard. And it's it's hard for the casual golfers that we have to enjoy themselves on that course. And that's fine. I mean, it's, we need challenging courses for the players that want to improve, that want to compete at a high level. So I'm thankful that we have it uh, out there. And, um, you know, it it. I, how can I articulate this? Um, I didn't have fun. I didn't have fun doing that tournament. The... Um, it's my fault as a tournament director that the The course itself is challenging but with the combination of the challenging course and the casual play that we have in my market, they didn't marry up um, so I, I haven't got my mind around doing another event out there it's it's a personal problem It's I, I just need to figure out if I want to do it or not do it. It's just, it's just our scene. I, I love our scene, but it's just not a sanctioned scene right now. And, and it will change. It will continue to change. I know it will. Um, but right now it's a challenge and it may become, maybe the answer is invite only. Um, I, you guys understand what I mean by casual scene. We got a lot of people like to party, right? And that's a problem. And so that, when, when partying and sanctioning comes into, into effect, you know, when I travel, it's one thing. It's a tournament, it's a, it's a deal, um, it's real. When I'm at home, you know, the Bible says you're, never, you're not a prophet in your own town. Well, people just think it's another event, and they're used to non sanctioned events that I run, casual events that I run, quality events, but they don't understand the differentiation between sanctioned and non sanctioned. And so that put me in a, in a difficult situation, we'll say. And I just don't want to deal with that because I don't have to, like, you know, th- there's just no reason to put myself in a situation of discomfort. And that's what that one is right now. So I'll get my mind around it because the course deserves, um, attention and love and, and play, but I just got to work, work, work through that a little bit. That's all me. Um, yeah, then we had, um, you know, spring break. We had, uh, the Jacksonville open again, you know, like I mentioned the Jacksonville crew been able to be a part of that event for three years now, the Jacksonville open on the M side. And, uh, you know, just very thankful for that inclusion and the opportunity to help those guys make the event um, the best it can be. I hope that they feel that that's part of what we offer, you know, and the ability to do that. And, and it's just been terrific and I, and I like it. I, li- I really hope that I get the invite to come back and look forward to working with those guys next year too in 2020. Um, uh, yeah, Jacksonville, great place. Obviously, it's awesome. Uh, you guys are up and down the East Coast. You know Jacksonville does it right. The Tallahassee Open. First time ever. I got invited to come help with payout. Very thankful to do that. Um, my schedule was really tight, so I just bounced over for the Sunday. Sunday day, kind of you know, blew that one out on Sunday. Dodged a weather bullet. First, Perhaps the first time ever I pulled over to wait out a storm um, as like a big ball of red hurtled down I-10 directly at me. There was one other time, don't know if I should tell this story, drove through what was probably a, a tornado, uh, very near by a tornado um, coming down I-10 with, I didn't know it was coming, but um, it happened. Had Jamie and the kids with me and got to tell about it, but that was scary. And uh, yeah, so I had tally open, uh, dodged the weather bullet. Uh, of course, you know, is the RV just leaking every time it rains, just leaking, just water running in um trying to get it fixed you know now this is the time about the time of when uh, we get ready to take off for bowling green and i get up on the roof and i fix it quotation marks there it i thought that i fixed it later came to find out that despite the fact that i put the roof back on coated it you know did what i feel like was a quality job repairing the roof the the low point the sag was right you know it was right where the ac unit is and water still gets through what i believe is probably the through bolts fills up the roof cavity on the inside and then finds a way out and it just it's a, it, it just finds a way out and it's a drag um, so water just runs in there fixed not fixed it's not fixed but um yeah so that happened just getting rained on every time you're in the rv and it's raining it's a drag uh, mold exists don't <laughs> certainly mold exists Tallahassee open. Bowling Green. Austin flew back. We went to Bowling Green. Uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky is a huge, huge event. Obviously, the amateur championships at Bowling Green. It's my uh, second or third year there. Um, it's great starting to get those relationships dialed in, those that kind of you know, the travel schedule, the setup, the teardown. It's a very hard week. We've talked about that, you know, the two setups a day. It's always fun uh, to get to work with Eric and Tina. You know, we've had Ricky there in the past. Paige Pierce was there this year, just plussing things up for the player experience. Uh, Bobby Brown, uh, Danny came this year, uh, Jeremy, of course, and um, Austin in the house having a great time. Just, just an awesome, awesome event, good time, lots of fun. Uh, Bowling in Kentucky, you, you know, look forward to that one every year as well because it's steering us back towards the glass loan open. And I, now that I have the glass loan schedule dialed in for myself to where I'm not a course TD anymore, I'm able just to drop my RV off and then run support all week, whether it's volunteering at the shop, helping with check-in, uh, running stuff around for Doug and the team. Um, it's great. It's an opportunity to be a part of the community with you guys, to participate in the event, um, but not leave hating <laughs> hating disc golf. And that's what I certainly didn't want to do was uh, after those last couple of years of Bowling Green and... Um, gbo working you know being the course tur- tournament director at jones i just couldn't do it anymore it, it, i uh, just couldn't do it so thanks to doug for letting me off the hook and um just getting to be a part of the event in a way that works from for me personally and uh, hopefully for corporate as well but gbo fantastic again this year the glass blown open i i just tip my cap to everyone like it's it's a gathering point for many of us. It's um it's a it's a fantastic tournament. I mean, the tournament is great. It's a great event. So, I can't believe it feels it feels like a reunion to me, but it's a disc golf tournament and it's a very important one to many of you. So, hope you guys get the chance to make it out there if you haven't yet because the trip is certainly worth it. There's no community or I should say disc golf community in America that understands disc golf the way Emporia, Kansas does. And that's just a testament to Jeremy and Dynamic Disc, the entire team, for you know, building that relationship with the community because that just doesn't happen by itself. Um, that took years and years and years of work. So for those of you that are striving to, to be that, just know that it takes work. Don't be discouraged if it seems like it's moving slowly because it took Jeremy years. And I mean years of just building relationships and trust. And that's what it takes. I mean, absolutely what it takes. So keep up the hard work, everybody. And you can do it too. Uh, May. So flew home from, um, you know, glass blown. And then May rolls around. And this is kind of the kickoff to the first weird summer for me in quite a while. Um, It was... I'll, I, I like challenges I like the struggle I like you know learning um, but this year caught me off guard man it was I maybe thought that the reputation of the RV you know community was something that it wasn't and, and that's my you know that's my fault I can learn from that it was it was a chance to, to go to markets and go to places that I've never been before which I love But there were certain events and certain things that i scheduled that i thought would make it worthwhile to do the markets that maybe i knew would be smaller and harder and i overestimated that Um, some of those events where i thought that i would get numbers to help fund the the rest of that trip where it would be um, really you know a real grow the sport initiative knowing that i would have you know smaller numbers or doing clinics and that kind of thing which don't pay. Um, I just got I got kind of caught short and it, and it happens but it had been years since I had made that mistake. so that was kind of an eye-opening experience. I had to kind of look inside and, and dig deep on some of those trips and you know figure it out you know figure it out And you know May when I got back home from that repositioning trip went through Missouri and up to Iowa and then flew back home from Iowa. Thank you very much to uh, the lobbers and uh, bike world. Uh, They let me house the RV for almost a month because Jamie had uh, banking school in May. So thank you guys so much for, I mean, fixing the bikes, for taking care of the RV, for taking care of me when I'm around. Just, I love you guys and really do appreciate that, that help and support. Couldn't, probably couldn't have done that without you guys or, you know, it would have been, it would have looked a lot different for sure. Um, Like I said, Jamie had banking school, Uh, the kids had the kids, you know, got out of school and um we had our Trilogy Challenge at Ferry Park and, and sold that one out like we do because my crew is awesome and they love having a good time and that's what we do. Sold it out and sold it out in a way that I had to turn away so many players that we went ahead and scheduled another one for defunct because I had to turn so many people away. Um, you guys got a pre-reg, you got a pre-reg. Um, everybody out there, pre-reg, help those TDs, find a way. You know you wanna play, sell a disc, get that money, whatever you gotta do. Uh, to pre-reg, to help those TDs out, so when you try to show up at an event day of, you don't get turned away, because the TD could only order so many player packs, Um, so don't do that to your TDs out there, and then, so that was May, you know, June, let's see, June, oh, 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 this is a big month, this is the month that Kellen went with me, and we went, we went um, up north, and we went through Iowa, and, and Eric came down, we did Dangerous Devils for the first time ever in Des Moines with Eric. Uh, Eric Oakley and had a great time there and, and, you know, just, just love it. I mean, that part of the trip, I love, uh, rocks, Sioux city, South Sioux, haven't been there in years with the crew, had a good time there, beautiful morning. And you talk about some big drives. This is the, this was the summer of big drives. Um, it is a vast country that we live in here in the United States. And we're talking four to six hour drives multiple times, multiple times. That was crazy. So we went, you know, from Sioux City to Rapid City. That was beautiful, amazing. Um, my allergies—I got old allergies for the first time ever, attacking my eyeballs, just killing me. It was ridiculous. Um, that grass up there was it was no joke. And then we went to oh Gillette, Michael. Thank you. Gillette was awesome. Huge thunderstorm. Saw my first antelope outside Gillette, like outside the truck stop. It was crazy. Cody, Wyoming. You know, Yellowstone National Park, Devil's Tower, Mount Rushmore. This is all with Kellen. Snowballs like six different times in June. What a great trip. Just absolutely great. Uh, Bozeman, Butte, Montana. This is when we started the worst turnouts of my life. I I had like single digits twice. Once in Birmingham, Alabama in the middle of December, freezing cold, year one. Once in some small town in Arkansas with Matt. Um... Uh, it was snowing and yeah, single digits there. But then we had single digits in Butte, Montana, which was a big shocker. And then we had single digits in Bozeman, Montana, the next day, which was a huge shocker. Um, I don't know what happened there. Like that was, that was curious to me, especially like when I ran into disc golfers that played against sports that, that didn't know, like that was just a case of the point of contact, not being the person of influence that I thought they were, which happens sometimes. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough because obviously Wiggins lives in Bozeman. I love Wiggins and, um, and want to go back. It's a beautiful part of the country, but I, I mean, honestly, I lost money on those trips. Like I just lost money, um, because of the, of the turnouts and you just can't afford to do that. But, you Know one day maybe I'll just go on vacation because it is a beautiful part of the country. Love you guys that are up there. The folks that I met, you guys were amazing, uh, you know, generous, kind, um, you know, absolutely had a great time. But Sarah in Sarah in Butte, um, I don't want to mess your last name up, it's like Colombe, Colombe. Sarah, though, I love you, man, for that. That tremendous. I have asked people for like references on like things to go, places to go, to see, and do. Sarah wrote like a whole page of amazing recommendations for Kellen and I to do. So that's just, that's our community. And thank you so much um, for that, Sarah. really appreciate it. And then we flew home from Bozeman, you know, just uh, flew home and uh, next, the next month, Austin flew back with me and we did, you know, that Bozeman, that Montana swing over to all the way over to Minneapolis. And so we got to see South Dakota, or North Dakota, and, you know, went to Bismarck and the Minneapolis area. This is the time when it was so hot. Like it was 90 in Alaska. It was like over hundred all the time in Minneapolis and North Dakota. And it was rough. Um, I think I broke Austin on this trip. Like this this trip was hard. Like he had, he had done it with me, had, had hard, you know, set up tear downs, you know, tough, tough trips for sure. But this one with the heat and our boondocking situation, being what it was, it was rough. And by the end, my man, my man probably had hit, he had hit a wall that he hadn't hit before on previous trips. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm so sorry, buddy. Uh, but I'm glad that you're coming back to me. You, and I think it's because you know how nice it is down here in January. So, um, but that was that was something else too. We had some, um, you know, interesting experiences out there for sure. just Not being able to sleep, thunderstorms again, leaking RV again, just you know, the struggle was real on that on that swing. We saw some beautiful stuff when we were at Teddy Roosevelt National Forest and just had the herd of buffalo come by us. Absolutely incredible. So that part was was really cool, like really awesome. But again, you know, um, it was it was a challenge for some of those spots. Weather, we had thunderstorms, we had heat. It was tough. It was really tough. Um, we made the best of it, of course, because disc golfers do. But that was a really tough, you know, July, uh, June and July were were mentally you know, financially uh, tough, for sure. And then, but this is when I also got to, to make the first connections in Wisconsin, and that was amazing. So Wisconsin was both July and August, and you know, I had a great time. The, the Wisconsin folks were incredible, you know, very supportive, you know, we got to do Roland Ridge, we got to do Tower Ridge, um, we got to do Fox Crossing, C-Tiers, I mean, Oshkosh. It was, it was fantastic outside of milwaukee milwaukee again something happened um single digits we're talking about milwaukee on a friday single digits i don't know what happened um didn't happen though whatever it was didn't happen but racine saved it so we went down to racine the next day and holy moly felt the love now that was a disc golf club they liked each other they liked You know, being together, they had fun. It was awesome. That was, there could not have been a better way to finish a hot, wet trip than to get down with the crew at Racine. So, Nate, um, you know, Nate Strand and and the boys, just thank you so much for taking good care of of me that day. And I I had a great time. That was no better way. What a high note. I made the big, long trip over to Lansing, to Alex Moser's place, uh, to drop the RV off and fly home or fly back down to Orlando for the Parks and Rec show the next day. And, um, you know, got to meet Jamie down there, do a kind of a combination, you know, anniversary slash work trip. Thank you for putting up with me, honey. And, uh, yep. you know, surviving that kind of thing. Uh, but but that's what it was, and, and I, I liked it. It was nice. Um, so, you know, that was, that was July. So we're coming out of the summer now. Um, September fly back up to Lansing do michigan ohio indiana kentucky tennessee and alabama and florida like work the way back home it was intense driving two stops a day on the weekends rocking with as many clubs as possible because knowing that the season's coming to the end for those guys i wanted them to see as many people as possible before winter set in so we were bebopping bouncing you know cruising rocking it doing the best we could in a short period of time to see as many people as possible in september um for sure and it was <laughs> that was an intense we covered a lot of ground that was a lot of miles in uh, a short amount of time and then october we did the peanut festival um another huge b-tier you know dothan the, that crew wiregrass has just blown up at like the like the you know defuniac springs crew has just so proud of the work they're doing up there it's getting bigger and better every year uh, postal point we did dubs you know because that's what we do we do two a year on the at the air force base now because they want it and and they they deserve it went down to gainesville you know took the kids out of school went down to gainesville did a Flexstar friday did the ladies tea party uh event with sarah hibbs and the family down there in orlando at turkey lake and i just love what sarah has done for the ladies tea party and there's a whole series now i'm getting to do multiple events with the girls they just have so much fun together those are those ladies only events are so special and i'm just so thankful that the girls invite me to be a part of that i Tremendous! So if you haven't had a chance to do a tea party yet, make sure you check out Sarah's schedule and the tea party. It's going to be all over Florida this next 2020 season. I'm very excited to be a, a you know, a part of that for sure. Um, November, we did the soft open building that new course up in Crestview did the soft open there. Heiser bomb hustle three hundred and five players, non-sanction. I mentioned that one. Uh, I got the new RV you guys latitude 64. Thank you so much. um, you know, the support that Latitude has shown us over the last three years has been tremendous. You guys have seen it. They've blown up your player packs. They've they've done special release discs that have never been made just for you guys, um, just to support me, you, and the disc golf community. Um, you know, I am dynamic disc born and bred. Um, still work for both companies. But the support that, that David... Berglund, Latitude 64 CEO, Thomas, the whole, Jonas, um, the whole crew has shown us here in the States is, from my perspective, un- unprecedented. And if you guys haven't done it already, make sure you like, subscribe to all their social medias um, to keep up with what they're doing on the plastic side. It's been absolutely incredible. Um, I have a tremendous amount of respect and admiration, love for that that Swedish team um their willingness to to learn and to try to understand, you know, our community, uh, you know, over here on the state side is for real. And 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 they are trying to improve and get better at all times. And I just I man, I'm proud to be a part of a small part of the Latitude 64 that uh, team and and project here in the states. It's, uh, there was a time And I, I mean, you know, straight talk, like like David and I were together last week or two weeks ago now, and we talked and laughed about it where he and I, like we, we, we were, we got at it a little bit because I, I mean, I believed in the work that dynamic, you know, that, that I had done, that we had done, that dynamic discs had done up to that point where we started our relationship with latitude 64. And I was, you know, I'm passionate person and I wanted to make sure that David understood that you know the partnership that we were starting was important and and we got into it a little bit and but that that cemented our relationship and and he said it too like that was the day that we both you know we fought then we hugged and that we both understood that we were ready to fight to make it you know the best partnership the best relationship the best company companies for disc golf in the world and that's that's still our goal um it's it's been so exciting uh to to see the growth and in, in that but you know they got me the new rv and that's where that comes from and it's you know i'm gonna pick it up next week drive it back home you know got the wrap done it's up in Emporia now gonna get it stocked up fit it out and um start that new season with that new RV. So thank you guys so much, Latitude64, for that support. Um, it's not going to rain on me inside the RV next year. Knock on wood. <laughs> it should not rain on me in the RV next year. And that's going to be amazing. Um, so yeah. And we did uh, slinging with Santa after that. You know, I'm, I'm driving RVs around. I'm flying to Tampa, buying an RV, driving it to Kansas, flying home, running another tournament down here in the old RV. Um, you know, it's just... December was full. It was a full season. Um, I've added stuff since the last time I counted, it was somewhere around 140 travel days, another hundred event plus year. Um, so just Austin says the hardest working man in disc golf. And that's, that's not me. Um, I'm proud to work hard, um, to work with you guys, to work for you guys, uh, to try to do my best to spread the word. I got highs and lows. Um, for sure, I think we all do. But it's it's it was a heck of a year for the South 64 series and, and the and just disc golf in general. You guys know I don't keep up with the pro side very well. It's just i um, I like watching disc golf live. I don't like watching post-produced coverage. I don't I actually don't watch any post-produced coverage or next to next to none. Um, I don't understand the financial relationships of all the companies with post-produced. I don't understand, you know, the relationships with sponsored players, with the uh, players moving. That's not my side of the, of the business. I do understand, um, you know, the, the, the necessity when you decide to make anything your career to do the best, to try to pr- provide for your family and, and yourself, and um, I'm proud to see that disc golf has grown to a point where there are opportunities for people to have careers in the sport through media, through, through play. Um, I don't think we fully understand yet the, the way to express um, the team changes, the media moves, the media sponsorships. Um, it, it's strange. The conversations about, you know, professional contracts being public, you know, for athletic teams, I get that. Um, sometimes we know how much money, you know, broadcasts to make. We understand how much commercials cost for the, uh, Super Bowl. You know, we know the companies that are publicly traded, what their revenues are, um, so I go back and forth on that, like how much transparency there should be on, on the financial side. Um, but I, I made a post somewhere on somebody's post. The, the algorithm for us to identify the value of athletes at this point, I don't feel is clearly defined. Um, I do understand, you know, there are certainly times in athletes that are, are tremendously valuable. Uh, I don't think anyone would question the value that Paul McBeth provided for discraft last year. I mean, that was tremendous. But at the same time, I mean straight talk, I I love Ricky, but I don't think that move from Latitude 64 to Innova Discs was impactful. Um it, it, I, I you know I think we'll we'll just have to wait and see what the move for Paige is from dynamic over to Discraft. Uh, you know, I, I've known Paige for a real long time, like a real long time, and um, she's a tremendous disc golfer. Like, um, she's tremendous for the disc golf community. Like, she is awesome. Like, she has been such an awesome light for you know disc golf in the sense that when you when I see her at events and, and with the disc golf community, she's genuine. Like she is enjoying meeting you know, kids, people, disc golfers, enjoy signing autographs. She's uh, happy to to you know donate when she can. And it's just, you know, it's, it's sad to see her go. Like, that's, that's all I can say about it. Like, um, you know, Dynamic Disc is a manufacturer in in one sense, but we're also a distributor in another sense. So financially, we don't haven't had the opportunity to build a, a company that has the capital to support, you know, athletes on a major level, like what Disc Craft is doing, you know, on a cash level. We're, You know, we have the opportunity to do, some things but just not everything um but at the same time I mean I don't I don't agree with some of the comments that Paige made made about the the breakdown in communication and the lack of support I I just don't agree with that I I don't think she should have said that because it's not true from what I understand and what I've seen um I just didn't like that um then some of the other stuff that that happened you know i like um some of the other moves and people that we just didn't bring back right now it's just that comes back to that algorithm and defining a value and and that kind of thing it's just it's it's tough right now so trying to improve on that you know i'm certain certainly things will improve on that front just as time goes on that's just the nature of of the analytics and the data that we're able to package and, and understand so that's exciting exciting for sure to see that in the future but you know that's that that's that i'm, I'm still excited about Paige and um the work that she's going to do for disc golf and in, in in total and what she did you know time and time again with us at dynamic discs you know prodigy Discs. she was awesome there she was disc discraft before it's you know good for her you know good for her hope she has a great great season and i hope um she gets second place at worlds <laughs> you know that's uh, you know that that's it's about the name on the front of the jersey for me. That's that's the way it's been my whole life. I'm um, I'm a team player, and um, you know I'm I'm on uh, you know I'm not on team DD, but that's that's going to be where I'm at. Uh, you know, with with dynamic and latitude, and, and uh, you know by by association Westside as well. So. Excited, excited for the 2020 season for the athletes that are on our team, just for the sport in general, for Bobby Brown, the work that they're going to do. It's going to be absolutely awesome. The 2020 season, I need to get under control. I've had a half a meeting with my wife about already starting to take stuff off my schedule. Um, So if I've booked something with you already in 2020, don't be surprised if I say something about having to cancel an event because right now I'm already overbooked into uh july (laughs) so hopefully i can get that under control and we'll see where that goes from here but i i love you guys and um, i'm thankful for all of you out there in the disc golf community i hope you have had a tremendous year i know you've had struggles i i just wish that as you experience those struggles you can have that moment of mindfulness where you can stop and breathe and try to pull yourself away from it to have perspective through the whole grand scheme of life and love and that despite hardships and struggle, we are all truly blessed, um, you know, with the opportunities that we have. So if you guys ever need anything, you know, it I can't do everything all the time, but I'll do as much as I can. Um, please let me know. Um, whether it be just a quick note or a thumbs up, sometimes I'll do my best. um, But I just know that I'm thinking about you guys all the time. And um, I love y'all. I hope you have a great end of the year and a happy and healthy new year in 2020. I love y'all. Peace.